James, question for you. This is from Are a... Let me answer it this time. I'm going to think about it. All right. Matt Stein says, why are we so much more rude on the roads than we would ever be in person? People cut off one another, swerve, tailgate, brake check, et cetera, but we would almost never act so aggressively if we were face-to-face. Well, what's so interesting about that question is because you can replace the roads by, like, internet, internet? comment boards. <laughs> so it's funny. So uh, there's a guy named Mike Godwin, who, which is an Godwin's Law? Yeah, Godwin's, who Godwin's Law. Law. Who was my, I've always wanted to know okay. who Mike Godwin was. Okay, so here's what happened. So, so I found myself in a bunch of message boards about co- articles I'd written, where eventually people were comparing me to Hitler. Right, and that's Speaking Godwin's of, Law, right? So, Which Godwin's is Law is that eventually every internet <laughs> comments board will eventually have one person accusing another person of being Hitler. Well, think about it. Have you ever commented on a YouTube video? Personally, I have not, but I love to look at comments on YouTube videos and on Yahoo generally. Right, but you've never left one. No, I've never left one. But I love to read them because they can be so unbelievably histrionically hateful and racist that I think, here's, here's what goes through my mind, I think, thank God that people are finding an outlet for their hatred that is essentially harmless as opposed to actually walking up to someone with a hammer and hitting him in the head. Well, you know, and and the thing is, it's not like, why do these people take the time? Like, so I'm on Quora a lot answering questions, and someone commented on one of my questions. So you, get, just, you get hung up on this. I No, I don't get hung up on it. I'm I not, wanna, if I'm I not get, upset about it. I think it's funny. No, but it gets in your head. It does get in my head, but I, I laugh at it. But, right. but this guy says... Hey, have you ever thought about doing less talking and spend more on writing? (laughs) I mean, I read your articles every now and then and enjoy them a lot. Then I listen to your voice sometimes and, oh my gosh, you sound so annoying. Did I hurt you? I don't care. I'd just rather be honest. So that's interesting. So this guy likes you a lot. Right, he likes me, but he still feels the need to somehow have this kind of quasi-radical honesty and put me down. Now, of course, it's up to me to decide whether I'm going to be put down or not, and it's just funny right. to me. So I would, I would, here's what I would say generally to this. For people listening out there who are thinking about when they get that kind of stuff directed at them, I would say one is you got to remember that people have very heterogeneous preferences, right? Which means that people like or want very different things. We don't all like and want the same thing. So if you do something in public at all and people comment on it, you have to realize that nobody likes everything. And furthermore, you have to realize that the kind of people who go out of their way to be nasty are exactly the kind of people that unless you're that kind of person also, you don't want to have anything to do with anyway. Right. So I'll, I'll, I'll give two comments to that. One is no matter what you do, just a rule of thumb that I follow, I don't know if it's true or not, uh, one third will like you, one third will hate you, one third won't care. In it's good general. batting average, though, yeah. for baseball at least. <laughs> yeah, it was just, just, and it's probably wrong. Like some things you can write, you know, Harry Potter was probably more than one third. Oh, I hated it. Harry Potter. <laughs> so you were in the one third I, that hated it. I didn't really. But, um, and then the other thing is the comments that, that are written like this, clearly most people aren't writing comments at all. Like you've never written a YouTube comment, I've never written a YouTube comment. Nathan, our producer, have you ever written a YouTube comment? No. So so most people don't write I bet Nathan is Argonaut45, <laughs> the most racist guy out there. I bet that's Nathan. So what you're really reading when you read those negative comments are the vocal minority. There are an extremely small oh, minority. Without, without question. Vocal. But I would say by random chance, 
we all have buttons that can be pressed that will bother us. I think and by, by random chance, some of those comments, whether you, no matter how strong your armor is, some of those comments will hit a button and it'll bother you. I, I know you're. I know you're right about that. For even the strongest willed, strongest minded, thickest skinned. But James, I think why I liked Matt Stein's question and why it resonated with you and why you immediately drew the internet parallel is that um, it highlights something that's really important and maybe obvious to some people, but it wasn't always to me, which is our behaviors generally are extraordinarily context-dependent, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine that you're walking down the street and I'm walking down the street and I do something very invasive or rude or whatever— uh, what are you going to do to me? Probably not that much because I'm there and you're worried about retribution, right? Right. If I'm driving a car and you're driving a car, if I'm driving a car and you're walking or on your bike and you do something, I can flip you off because I'm driving away. I think there's also something about being anonymous too or somewhat anonymous when you're driving a car. Like I think the context is, I think a very simple context is, are you, Stephen Dubner, being observed or not being oh, observed. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah so I think big... just that simple distinction in not being observed will will drastically increase bad behavior. Hey, here's a tangent, but I'm curious to know what you think of this idea. So, you know, I, I have a big thing. Of, uh, I'm pretty against uh, pedestrians getting run over and killed by cars. I really? I was really... I was, I'm, I'm pro-choice on that. <laughs> so, uh, and partly because I live in New York City where pedestrians are not protected very well physically, but also by the law. So you can run over somebody... Even though they're walking with the light in the street, if I'm if I if you're the driver and you're let's say turning right, but the pedestrian has the light and you run them over, you'll basically get nothing, even if you kill them. And this has happened no, I, many times. So here's my invention for it: somebody needs to design. It's like a glove, basically, that comes preloaded with a sticker. Oh man, like and it shoots a power bolt at power a car. Power bolt is yeah. even better. Well, I was just thinking, literally, a sticker that whenever a car kind of cuts in front of you. That gets a little too close, so so close that you can actually touch it. It's a sticker that you can slap on the car, and the sticker would say like, "This car runs over people." Oh, that's great! Make it really like unstickable, like you can't totally unstick unstickable. It. It's a scarlet letter. So the minute that somebody uh, does that, I love this idea. This you is, do? You that's think a, we could that's a billion person that? problem. You think so? Really? <laughs> well, then maybe not a billion person problem, but we know a million traffic deaths, so a million person problem. James and I will have more to say about this in a minute, but first, we have to hear a quick word from our sponsor, Do Not Go Away. FreshBooks, in keeping with the theme of our show, has their very own question of the day for you. Are you an entrepreneur or business owner? Then listen carefully, because this question is specifically for you. When you hear the terms invoicing, expense reporting, and time tracking, what's the first thing that you feel? Stressed? Anxious? Maybe frustrated? Let FreshBooks alleviate those feelings for you. FreshBooks is the amazing, intuitively designed invoicing software that helps small business owners spend way less time on paperwork while keeping them effortlessly organized. You'll be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching expenses practically organize themselves, and probably wondering why you didn't start this sooner. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days. Just go to freshbooks.com slash question and enter our show name, question of the day, in the how did you hear about us section while signing up. Again, just go to freshbooks.com slash question and enter our show name, question of the day, while signing up to get your free 30-day trial. But, you know, let's get back to the rude thing. 
you know, Matt says, why are people in roads so rude? Why are people on the internet so rude? Here's my question. Let's flip it. I just it. think it's the anonymi- uh, anonymity. Okay, but let, let me flip it and take in a slightly different question of the day. Um, is civility, if we call civility the opposite of rudeness, is civility really so valuable? Should we treasure it so much? What's wrong with rudeness? I think, I think. I mean, I like, look, uh, you and I, I, are, I I think rudeness, for selfish reasons, people should not be rude. So just like, uh, v- People sometimes say, oh, well, I'm I'm going to vent my anger because that's just who I am. I'm an angry person. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that venting anger only tends to cause you to vent more anger. It doesn't actually solve. You don't vent anything. How it do you know that? There, there's studies on this. Where are your so studies? I, I don't know. Should we Google them? All I'm saying is this. Um, when I hear it's like venting anger does leads to more anger, I don't know. It might, it might not. It will for some people. It, it's hard to scientifically get to that. I guess my question is simply... I think we're going to have to call your ex-wife and ask her. (laughs) But to me, the issue is, uh, like, is rudeness, uh, what this question asker thinks of rudeness, really such a detriment? So I'll give you a for instance. I live in New York City. You come to New York City a lot. When I meet a lot of people who don't live in New York City, they tell me their impressions of New York, and it's a, oh, you know, it's a great city, but people are really rude there. And I think, you know, I've lived here a long time, and um, rude is just not the word I think of. I think of there's a real intensity to the life here, and I think there's a real briskness and maybe even a brusqueness, but not a rudeness. No, I I think think New York City is not... People have a perception of New York as being rude, but it's not not as bad as like L.A., for instance. If you cross the street in L.A., people will yell at you. It also makes me wonder: is is be is the opposite? Is being really civil really that good? And is rude that bad? So I wanted to look it up, and I went looking for a little bit of research, James, about whether rudeness could be demonstrably argued to be a detriment. And I did find a study, recent study. It's from Pediatrics Journal. It's called "The Impact of Rudeness on Medical Team Performance: A Randomized Trial." Well, so, like, the doctors are rude, or the or is the patient rude? They said, "No, I think it's the doctors." It's it's members of the team are rude to other members. So the methods twenty four. Boy, how how did they test this with a patient on the operating table? That's a good question, and whether it's even a real patient, or maybe it was in a drill, which would make it that much more artificial. Which, unfortunately, a lot of these studies are so artificial yeah. that it's hard to believe their findings. But basically, it says that twenty four NICU teams participated in a training simulation simulation involving a preterm infant. Oh, maybe that's how they do it. The kid doesn't care. Right? But you're still dealing with the kid's life if you're dealing with real issues. Fair enough. Whose condition acutely deteriorated due to necrotizing enterocolitis. So that's a real issue, and so you're playing around with the kid's life. But it is a training simulation, so I think it's not a real thing. Participants were informed that a foreign expert on team reflexivity in medicine would observe them. Teams were randomly assigned to either exposure to rudeness, in which the expert's comments included mildly rude statements completely unrelated to the team's performance, like, oh my God, that guy is so ugly, or right, whatever, or control, neutral comments. The videotape simulation sessions were evaluated by three independent judges blinded to team exposure who used structured questionnaires to assess team performance, information sharing, and so on. So they're trying to create a real randomized experiment. Again, hard to, hard to really judge it. But conclusions, rudeness had adverse consequences on the diagnostic and procedural performance of I, NICU I team members. I believe it. I think, again, this relates to another discussion we once had, which is that kindness... Win, wins the day. 
James, thank you so much for joining me in the studio today. It's been a real delight, and, and I love you. And I'm really grateful to do these podcasts with you. And and for all the people out there who want to express their own kindness, please subscribe to us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it and be grateful for you. And you can also write a five-star review praising the show. But if you'd rather write a four, three, two, or one-star review, then I... F- <laughs> Uh, then I would suggest you do that on a different podcast, perhaps Freakonomics Radio or The James Altucher Show. Exactly. Thanks for listening. Right after this quick break, we'll give you a taste of our next question of the day. Say goodbye to the stress caused by invoices, expense reporting, and time tracking. Stay effortlessly organized and spend less time on paperwork. FreshBooks will make creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your billable hours the easiest part of your workday. Just go to freshbooks.com slash question for your free 30-day trial. You never know how the conversation might go on Question of the Day, but here's a taste of what the next episode will sound like. Do you ever just want to, like, write, like, I don't know, some stupid children's book? I have written a stupid children's book, actually. I, you well, know, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't that stupid, but uh, I did write a children's book I, a few I, years ago. I, I think I Probably have it, Probably five, actually. six years ago now. I, I think I have it, but I haven't read it because yeah. I'm not a child. Mm-hmm.